Hi and welcome to this Champions League podcast. This podcast is a part of Podcast Board. I'm Oscar and I'm here with my co-host as usual. Hi, I'm Daniel. And we're here today to talk about the second leg of the semifinals upcoming this week. But we're going to start off with talking what happened in last week's first leg. And we're going to start off with Tuesday's game of Tottenham versus Ajax. Now, Ajax did come out one of the winners in this game after a 15-minute goal of Donny van der Beek. And I would say Tottenham is going to be lucky getting away with just a 1-0 win. Uh, one in loss, sorry. They had, Ajax had at least, they had Donny van der Beek's goal in the 15th minute. He had another chance in like the 25th, and then uh, David Neres had the chance in the second half where he hit the post. And uh, Joris is just, he's not nowhere near. If it went uh, post in, it would have been a goal. So, could have been way worse. Yeah. So, I think Tottenham will actually be, be happy about this. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, like I said in the last episode, this is Ajax's chance to win this double match series. Because Tottenham was missing some key, really, really big key players like Son and Kane and a lot of guys. And they had their chance here. I'm In one way, I'm a little bit worried because they got, only got 1-0 to zero away from it. But uh, like the injuries hasn't gotten much greater in my opinion so yeah but more of that later but still that, this was their chance to pull away from Tottenham Ajax is really yeah, away soil this <laughs> this Champions League they have been beating the big teams on their away matches I agree and I said like we thought coming into this game I thought that Ajax was going to win 2-1 you all thought you thought that they were going to win 3-1 and well, first of all, we both thought Tottenham would score. Maybe a Rente, maybe a Dele Alli. I remember us talking about, it, but that didn't happen. He, they could have scored three, I said, but yeah, that one. Of course, they won. But I said, like Son is he's back for this next game. He's no longer suspended. And yeah, I think I was going to be in for one hell of a ride. Yeah, I was actually betting no. uh, Vertonghen score for Tottenham last match, but. Uh, unlucky enough for him, he was substituted after a head injury. In what yeah. was it? Minute 34, uh, if I'm uh, not uh, Yeah, uh, I think the substitute went through in sub- uh, minute 39, but I think the injury happened in 34, 35, something about yeah. that. Coming in for coming up from the corner, he headed into the back of Team Alderweireld and got a nasty gash along his, I believe it was nose, but um yeah he was lying there for quite a bit and they walked him off the field and they talked about him returning and he actually returned on the field for a short amount of time but uh just what 30 seconds after restarting he just singled to the bench and walking off the field we need to substitute and as he went off you can see on the tv screens he was badly wobbling and it seemed like he was really losing his balance and everything so yeah he looked like uh yeah yeah. yeah, I thought live that we had some, maybe some, because of all the loss of blood, some kind of, um, well, yeah, loss of blood, really. Like, the blood was not flowing as it should. Uh, but, yeah, he's still gone with a, with a head injury, so. Yeah, I was comparing but, him live with a boxer who had gone a full fight, like, being knocked out. <laughs> yeah. And for Tottenham's sake, like, it was sad to lose for Tottenham in so early, but funny enough, they became way 
better, way more competitive after a substitution. Because before they played with the five at the back, three center backs, and just very defensive. And I used to sort of running all over them. They had no they had no offense and they couldn't stop Ajax from just rolling the ball around and they Sissoko came on for Vertonghen. Uh, Sissoko, which we didn't think actually would be ready for this game, but he was. Uh, and yeah, he changed the game for the better for Tottenham, but yeah, not enough since it's a lost, but yeah. Yeah, and I think really, Tottenham should be really lucky that they got away with this injury bench, with all the things that happened in this match. They still got away with only losing with one goal. Yeah. Because that injury yeah, was they, massive they, uh, before the match. Yeah. They, they still have a way in this. Yeah. Did a 2 nil down, 3 nil down even, like it was a possibility. Uh, way worse. But right now they still have a very clear way back into the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. They only allowed one away goal. So a lot of results would actually go their way. If this happens, if if uh, Tottenham only wins with one goal, the most of the results would go their way. If this becomes a high-scoring affair. Exactly. Yeah, Ajax really needs to keep them uh, Tottenham away from goal. It will be hard now with Son, because Son was great against Manchester City when he played. Yeah. It was a really interesting match, but in my opinion, maybe Ajax should have uh, uh, put some more balls into the net with in the beginning there, when everybody uh, when everything was going their way, because they were so dangerous. Like, yeah, Tottenham was really being pushed back into their own penalty area there for a while. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the second game, the Wednesday's game between Barcelona and Liverpool. Now, look, coming in, I thought a 2-2 draw was on the card. You thought a 2-1 win for Barcelona. It ended up as a 3-0 win. And looking at the game, it they didn't quite deserve the 3-0 win. They were playing well, but so was Liverpool. I actually think the 2-1 result, which you predicted, would actually be a fair result, judged by the game. But, yeah, yeah. didn't happen. Because if you look at the game, like the whole game, yeah, if you look at everything, this was a really unfair result. Like I agree with you with 2-1, but if you look at all the action in the penalty area, I could agree with this. In one way, because Liverpool wasn't dangerous at all in there. Especially not if you look at the situation. What? Who was the first shooter? In that situation, really went bad for Liverpool. <laughs> I don't actually remember. Yeah. I, I just remember Salah. Salah like burned almost an open goal there, straight in the post. Yeah. Right after 3-0 down, they had an excellent chance to at least get an away goal. Yeah. And Salah standing unmarked. Ball rolling through or bouncing towards him, half the net is completely open. All he has to do is place it on his right foot, and it's it's a goal, and he hits the post. Yeah. So, like, if you count the whole field, this is unfair, really unfair. But if you count the penalty area, okay, maybe this score now, maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but 
the highlight in my opinion is in this match was the free in the goal from Lionel Messi's free kick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Amazing. One of the, one of the best free kicks I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And it was fun. We we uh, before uh, watching these games through the quarterfinal through the round of 16, we haven't been able to see the the same games. We've seen different games that we t- we talked about them between ourselves before we started recording. But now we could actually see the same game and and we were sitting in in this chat program talking with each other and right when they stepped up for that free kick, I just texted like, yeah, Messi 3-0 right here. And just yeah. <laughs> even I couldn't couldn't imagine going it like that's such a good free kick. And I actually heard some people actually being angry for on Allison for not stopping it, but I don't think there's a, such a way of stopping that shot. Maybe with two or three Allisons. Yeah, <laughs> maybe then. Yeah, or maybe but with a li- for- with a guy like two twenty or something, uh, like a defender guarding the post. Maybe then. Yeah, but with Allison's starting position, like every as the goal was right there, I don't think a single goalie in the world would have been able to save that free kick. So uh, he has to stand in this exactly pl- place to stop it, like to reach that yeah. at all. He could stand with his arms straight up in the exact right position that's the only way yeah pretty much but why would Allison stand out there like that <laughs> yeah if he did Messi wouldn't be shooting there so exactly <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and to be to make it even more special that was actually Lionel Messi's 600 goal overall I believe in his in his career I've actually so he, Barcelona uh, yeah. Oh wow, that's even better. Yeah, I don't know how many goals he did be- before he moved to Barcelona, but I don't think they count them even because he was so young. I think yeah, exactly. Count. What was he like? Fourteen? Yeah, that was. Uh, I think it was fourteen. Yeah, when he that, he's actually he uh, in a trivia thing here. Maybe you care, maybe you don't, but he's one of the reasons behind the rule for uh, signing youngsters, like. That rule that is today <laughs> that you can't sign in that way anymore. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, he was probably the first big one player that they that they signed maybe a little bit too young. Yeah, like it's controversial. I, I agree with that. I, I'm. I I see some pointers in both ways that I can agree with, but yeah, it's controversial to sign a like a 14 year old in that manner. But yeah, he has a he has had an amazing career, and I don't doubt for a second that he will do a lot of more amazing goals in the future. Oh, definitely. Maybe even this upcoming Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Liverpool doesn't want that, but it, it could happen. Yeah. So with that, let's move on to those games, shall we? Yeah. Moving on to Tuesday's game, second leg: Liverpool versus Barcelona. Yeah. Now we're going to start off looking at the current injury woes for the two teams. And I'm going to start with Liverpool. And they have four players right now on the injury list. Three of them has a chance to maybe be ready for the game. They're about, like, 
they're still on their list and they might be ready, might not. I mean, that's Roberto Firmino, which out with a muscle injury. Adam Lana with a muscle injury as well. He's been out, out for quite a while now. And Mohamed Salah with a head injury, which he actually suffered in this weekend's Premier League game. And yeah, if they would lose those three players and if weren't be able to be back, that would be a very weak and Liverpool. So let's hope for them, Kate, uh, their sake, that they're actually back. Yeah, then the fourth injury is Nabi Keita with a groin injury, which he sustained in the first leg against Barcelona. And he's sadly out for the rest of the season. It took really badly. And like watching the game live, uh, I didn't think it took that badly. And I thought it was just, yeah, it hurt, definitely. But I didn't think it would take that bad as it as it sadly took. So, but yeah, they're gonna be, have to uh, deal without Cater for the rest of the season now. Yeah, and moving on to the away team, Barcelona, we have Osmane Dembele out with a hamstring injury, unknown time, and Luis Suarez with a knock, and that right now says May the sixth, but you never know with those estimates. That's the two big injuries. And we have Rafinha that is out for the rest of the season also. But he has been gone for a while now, so I, I don't think they're counting on him. But yeah, the, in, if I prepare, uh, compare the, bank, uh, the bench just fastly, uh, fast, uh, it looks way worse for Liverpool. Like, this would be hard even if they have 2-0 up against Barcelona. <laughs> With that in release, if if they these guys stay away from the match, yeah, like who's gonna replace Mohamed Salah and Kit yeah. and Firmino? Yeah, like that's the reserves for the, that posi- position, also in one way. Yeah, we have Origi, oh, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, in one of the positions. What about we have storage? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, could you, yeah. but I mean, not good enough. I would say neither of them. Maybe to be a little bit funny, but I think it could work in one way. We always have uh, the Eng- Englishman. What is his name now again? Sorry, I just dropped the name here. Milner. Milner? Yeah, put him on the side there. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I forgot about Shakiri. Oh, actually, yeah. Also. That could work. But yeah, we have, we have yeah. a few, but no one in that, like... That great, I think. Okay, maybe they would have oh. an amazing match. That, that could happen. But if you count the, a whole season, yeah, we have no no one to replace with. If it <laughs> turns out to be this bad, yeah. But yeah, if we take the prediction part of that match, could you start then? Sure thing. Uh, my prediction for this game is a 2-0 win to Barcelona. Wow. Liverpool had hard enough scoring in last game at the Camp Nou. And playing with the thought of no Firmino and absolutely no Salah, which I think Salah is further away from being able to play than Firmino is, I would say that's my, my guesstimate, so to say. Um, I would say, yeah, it's going to be very hard to score again. And I think, yeah, Barcelona is just too good. They're going to find a way through just like they did in in Barcelona. 
Yeah, not looking good for them, oh. according to me. And this is pretty funny. I'm going with 2-0 for Barcelona also. Ah. Just because of the injuries. So I'm not counting end. with everyone there returning. In, in best-case scenario, Firmino, Lalana, and Salah could return. But now comes the question. Are they fit enough to play the whole game in that case? Yeah, that is also a thing. Yeah, it depends yeah. on Salah. What kind of head injury is it? Was it a, like how big of a knock was this? Like on the head? Exactly. Like is is it one of those they took him off because of like uh, they wanted to save him when he got the knock? Like we need to save him from for the Champions League because we're worried, or is this uh he absolutely needs to get off the field? That's that. That will be depending on that in his case, I think. And Firmino hasn't he tried to get back? Yeah, he was injured coming into the first game against Barcelona as well, and uh, he got substituted in right before Barcelona's three 0 goal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he didn't seem he didn't create that much in the in the final parts of the game. I don't know if he was still struggling for fitness or maybe he wasn't even fully back at the time. I don't know if it just. He just didn't get a, a, a good run in, but yeah. Yeah, and he if was... that's the Firmino we can expect to see from the start, I don't know how much he can do even if he's. Yeah, and he was all, he wasn't even on the bench for the Premier League match this weekend, so he was checked. Oh, well, that does not seem good. No. And uh, Lala, hopefully, uh, just the safety to to save him, and he could have been on the bench. But I don't know. I don't know if 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 uh, Klopp is one to to park. Uh, so still, because the Premier League title is, or Premier League race is still on, yeah. unlike Barcelona, which have won the league. I was correct last time, last week. Uh, I wasn't sure back then, but yeah, they had won the league. Um. I don't think they can afford to rest players that can play if they can play. So, yeah. So I'm doubting that any of those guys will be back. And Lalana, yeah. I, I don't think he will get a chance to play. Will be the first choice anyway, in one way. No. He's the he's the I one with so. the, in the, if you check this list in Liverpool, he's the one with the least effect on the squad uh, between those four guys. I think. Even less than Keita, which has also been struggling for, for playing time in the midfield this season. Yeah. But I think Keita has still something special to bring. So, yeah. Even if Barcelona, in this case, will be having some problems without their Suarez there. If he yeah. is not there. I, I think they could still repl- replace him. Barcelona, in my opinion, excuse me if you like those other players, Barcelona is the messy show after all. In a way, yeah. yeah. But also, like uh, Dembele, yeah, it's it's a pain that they missed him. But they, he he could have played last game and they didn't. Oh, actually, he brought them. He they brought him on. Sorry, I forgot about that shortly. But yeah, they did bring bring him on towards the end of the game. But they can definitely de- deal without him. Yeah. Suarez, it would be kind of sad. But I guess think about it beforehand. I was just maybe drop so uh, made drop. Messi to a false nine and maybe bring Malcolm out on the right or something like that. Maybe there's some players I'm forgetting about that would actually play above Malcolm, but yeah, that doesn't 
that doesn't make me any less scared of their front line, to be fair, if Malcolm has to come in, even though Suarez is a better player. So, yeah. Yeah, like, I think not, Barcelona not is the one him. who got away cheaper compared. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. If we move on to the Ajax against Tottenham match. Yes. Let's start with the injuries there. And I'm starting with that. That no really, really huge players are gone in Ajax. I'm counting on Tadic to play, even if they're claiming a stomach problem there. He's still playing a lot. Yeah. So apparently it's, he could have a problem, but it's not keeping him off the pitch. Yeah, it's kind of we're, we're using several different kind, uh, several uh, uh, yeah places where we found this information about injuries, about suspensions. Uh, some of them uh, claim that that Tadish has a stomach problem. He's seen had that since the early rounds in the Champions League. Uh, some say he doesn't, but at the same time he's playing all the time. So. Yeah, we're kind of counting him right now for, to play, even though it's said that he still has stomach problems. Yeah, so he, I guess yeah. it's uh, problems that he could still play with. Yeah, if there's any problems at all, yeah. maybe that side is just a little bit, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we only Not have... Not refreshed as often as he should. Yeah, we only have two guys on the injury list, and to count, I don't know if to count them as mayor losses or not in that way. Two youngsters, if I'm not... I think they're... I think they're more youngsters, both of them. Yeah. So uh, to make you have the twenty guys that we're talking about. Yeah. And uh, exactly. eating gone. Sorry for the pronunciation on the last one, really. They're <laughs> gone. They're gone. Uh, they're gone. Uh, Bande with an ankle injury and eating with a knee injury. And they're unknown time, but still, uh, I think they could replace those guys. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, they've been gone a long time. Yeah. I looked up some more dates about when they were injured and they they both missed at least 20 plus games 30 plus games maybe even both of them so I mean they have not been back for a long time yeah. so but yeah moving on to Tottenham which still has the problem with injuries we have Serge Aurier with the hamstring who's in conflicting reports some some say that it's unknown when he'll be back. I, we can hear some that he's been uh, going to be ready for the last game of the Premier League season, which is twelfth of May. But yeah, so probably not for this game. Maybe for a, for a, for a Champions League final if they make it there. But yeah, not before that. Harry Kane still with ankle injury and still unknown time. We got Eric Lamella with a hamstring, also unknown. John Vertonghen with that head injury that he uh, got in the first game against Ajax. Unknown when he'll be back. Uh, Harry Winks with a groin injury. Unknown. So this, they, yeah, they still have the most injuries out of all the teams left in the Champions League. And somehow they still make it work. Yeah, but I, I think it's going to be a rough ride now. Yeah. So moving on to predictions, what is your prediction for this uh, game I'm at the Johan Cruyff Arena? Yeah, I'm predicting a 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Yeah. Somehow Tottenham will be able to score, even if I know the fact that Tottenham is ridiculously bad on away soil, if my sources are correct. 
like they have been really bad. I don't know if you, it counted on all competitions, but I heard that in the league at least, like they have been really bad. If you compare it to home. So yeah, Interesting. I'm with, with that one one and a lot of injuries still. Who's gonna score for them? And they have like a they have just had a turbulent game also. I, I have I know that I'm not checking the league most of the time, but they had a really turbulent game. The Saturday this uh, weekend uh, we're recording this on Sunday, but they had a turbulent match yesterday. I hope they can get their, right, their head on the right place, but I'm not counting on it. So I guess injuries plus a lot of turbulent things. I think they're going out now. Hmm. What do you think about it? Yeah. My prediction is actually a 2-1 win for Tottenham. And I think Sun will score both goals. Because uh, he seems to to uh, just step up whenever Tottenham needs him. He was away last game and they really felt that they didn't have that goal score, that creativity up top. They had Lucas Moura with the pace. They had Juventus with the strength, but none of them couldn't really create anything. No, nothing of, of major interest. So having some back, I think that's going to turn the tied in Tottenham's favour and Ajax is a weird team they've been better away from home than they have been at home this Champions League season which is a weird thing to say normally you would say it's the other way around but yeah they have been better away from home so yeah so we have two like in that match we have two different teams that we think will move on to the to the final of the Champions League yeah that's gonna be in, in, like one part of me right after, like later in the year, that they announced Barcelona and I jumping into a a work relationship kind of thing. Ice youngsters or ice players getting a loan deal, whatever, something like that. They were gonna work more closely together. These two big clubs, and it would be so awesome if they met in the Champions League final later that very season. But. Judge about that 1-0 only at the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I don't think it's enough. Sadly, don't think it's enough. I would love Ajax to once again prove me wrong. Yeah, I would um, love Ajax to win I, the whole thing. That, that would be truly amazing. Yeah. Um, but sadly, yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't see it happening. Yeah, Not this time. I, I see it having 1-1 one, one, and I think Son will score Tottenham's goal. No question about that. Yeah. But I think Tottenham's goal will come really late and uh, like Ajax will do the first one like they've done in a lot of games and then Tottenham will score their, their goal late in the match but it won't be enough in my opinion. Because I think Ajax will be uh, like defending a little in the end at least. Because sooner or later, reality will catch up on them. This is a final place after all. Yeah, but I I don't think like... (laughs) uh, Yes, I believe that 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 Tottenham is going to win. But at the same time, I don't think that the Ajax players, all of them, they don't think that this is some kind of fairytale. This is like they believe like they are good enough to do this as a team right now 
uh, they are good enough to beat all these juggernauts around Europe. Um, and I have to so, say about that cooperation, yeah. also a cooperation that they're doing with Barcelona. In one way, it's really good yeah. for Ajax, but in another way, it could be devastating. In a way, yeah. Because, uh, like, the chance of Ajax coming this far again, then, in my opinion, is lowering. If you get closer to Barcelona, <laughs> yeah, because oh. Barcelona will pick up all these players. Yeah, but at the same time, maybe then you get some Barcelona youngsters on loan to Ajax. Yeah, could happen. Maybe that's also part of the deal. But what are they doing with the second team in Barcelona? That's a, that's a big thing then. They have a second team. Yeah. Are they having like I don't know. three Barcelona teams in a way? <laughs> I, I'm worried about that situation when Ajax becomes a Barcelona B or C. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't well, definitely be B. They're better than Barcelona B. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, uh, real, I, I want B, to avoid they, that situation because Ajax, right. even if I'm not going to tell you, and I hope, hope you won't sell me out there, uh, when it comes to football in Ajax country, I'm not an Ajax supporter, but I still respect and hold the club really high. That's why I'm in a way against this. Like I, I, I'm afraid that this will, on on some levels, like they're getting connected to the other club too far. I hope it stays like youngsters, like a few few things back and forward. I'm afraid that they will get too connected to the other club. Yeah, true. They 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 are way too big club to become a true like Barcelona B. Yeah. Like but... if you look on Champions League, I even think they're like. It's not like oh man, actually I should have looked up this uh, information beforehand the statistic but in a way Ajax is almost as big as a European super club as Barcelona is. almost when you, you look at like, uh, in, like Europe yeah. League, like Champions League titles and and yeah. the Cup Winners Cup or whatever it was called before the Champions League was invented yeah this might be the and one of the wor- weirdest comparisons in human history. And I'm even changing sports to do the comparison here in one way. But I hope you're following this comparison. I'm counting Ajax as high uh, when you come come to classic clubs as the original, was it six in NHL? If you get yeah, there are six starting clubs, yeah, definitely. It, like in a classic sense, like like classic teams. I'm counting <laughs> them in that, that big in a classic way. Like they right. have their history, they have everything. Like it's a really classic and really big club if you check on the like the 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 trademark and you know the worth in that matter. Maybe they don't have the same yeah. economy as some of these big clubs, but like brand. Ajax is a really yeah. classic brand in that way. They're a really big brand in my opinion. Yeah, that they are. Yeah, that's why I'm afraid of that. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, like, but uh, I think the Ajax board knows what they're doing. I hope. I, so. I choose to believe yeah. that they know what they're doing. I, I choose uh, to believe that too. That they like have something else happens. Exactly. Yeah. Gonna have a good relationship with Barcelona. Yeah, like uh, they are like a brand size. Like 
if you count the, like classic team, they are bigger than a lot of Premier League clubs. Mm. In that manner, I, I think our older listeners, if there are or any like that, will, would agree with us there. Yeah. If you look at uh, Ajax glory days, yeah. that club has been exactly. doing a lot. Yeah, I'm hoping for the best for that club, and yeah, we have some other really big teams up here. So it's a really interesting way that Ajax is up here with those other three teams. If I, someone would have told me that before the Champions League season, I would have laughed at them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but are you crazy? <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah, they're good, but not they're not going to exactly. make the top they, four. They are like, they're like a really big classic team, big brand and everything. But like that league is is not as big as the leagues the other teams are coming from. Mm. They're not used to face that opposition in that manner anymore. Not in the same way. Football has changed since last time Ajax was really big. At yeah. all, like going along every year and all that stuff. Football has changed, and we have even had the Swedish team doing that a long, 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 long time ago. But now we're like nothing in that matter. But I, I actually still going strong apparently. So good work yeah. there. I have to say that. Yeah. So yeah. rounding off that little <laughs> political <laughs> talk, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Barcelona and Ajax work together. Yeah. But yeah, to finish it off, so we both believe Barcelona will go through, and you think that Ajax will go through. I think Tottenham will go through. Yeah. And it will be tough as something in one way if Barcelona actually, if the if this is correct our predictions, Barcelona will go through through with five to zero. Yeah. That's right. Which is just rude to a club like Liverpool. Yeah. But like. <laughs> uh, if Liverpool would have all their players, if they, it would have been like what they deserved game wise in the first match, this wouldn't happen. No, then it would be 2 1. They would have an away goal yeah. and they could really uh, give Barcelona a run exactly. for the money in the second leg. But no but... offense to Barcelona. That's a big club, good players also. So no offense there in any of the matters. Yeah. Even the, that IL Corporation or this match. No offense there, but yeah. Yeah. Like, th- this is weird. And if you com- compare, like, uh, but I have to still have to go with the fact that if I'm checking every match the team has had this far, Ajax is the team that has gotten the toughest way here. Yes. They have faced <laughs> the biggest teams. Yeah. And they have done an amazing job, so yeah. Even even if they go out of this, still really impressive. Yeah, as I I might have mentioned before, I don't know if it was on here just in our talking outside of the recording, but uh, I always I already see this this year's um, what IS has done this year. Uh, I say it's valued almost as much as their win in '95, and their fi- in their final appearance in '96. I have to agree. It. Uh, it, it, if I'm counting, it wasn't. If it just, uh, like you said, it was a different kind of football then. It was way 
it's way harder now for a smaller team to go this far in the tournament because there's so much more money now in the big leagues than there were back then and all the new rulings. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to, if I do another comparison, saying there, no offense to the other club I'm mentioning now, this is, I think this is bigger in one way than what Leicester City did in Premier League some years ago. Well, that it's is a, a bigger difference, that, that, in my opinion. Yeah, but that is a different thing to compare because, in the same time, yeah. I actually done it in a few games. Yeah, they managed to get the correct on one or two days here and there. Leicester did it over the entire season. Yeah, it's a different thing, but you know, it's a bigger... which makes it difficult to to compare. But yeah. I understand what your sentiment is. I know I, yeah, I understand like, what you want to what you want to say with it. Disadvantage, but... in my opinion, than Leicester City was winning the league. Yeah. Even if that was a really big thing, like Leicester City, I think, 10 uh, rounds to go in the Premier League, they were out of the league almost, almost surely, when they won the gold. Yeah, the year before. Yeah, then they just steamrolled everything. And I actually know a guy, I I don't talk to him anymore, I actually knew a guy then that started betting on Leicester City the year before the gold. And that guy cashed out (laughs) some serious money. Yeah. But yeah, this is two really big things. Like that would have been like if, uh, let's say, uh, uh, a team in Spain, like a middle team. What do we have there? Oh, oh, that's a good question. Deportivo La Coruña, maybe, yeah. although there might be more a bottom team nowadays. Yeah, like one of those. Valencia. Yeah. Celta Vigo we have also or they still we have those yeah the, the middle to bottom I yeah. guess I like think if they start won the league for some reason in one year or like if uh, oh, let's take a German also a middle team there Werder Bremen yeah let's go with Werder right, Bremen yeah. they just went out of nowhere and won the league yeah. and Italy like <laughs> Fiorentina yeah <laughs> Like, <laughs> what if that would happen in the same year? <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah, like, but still, like this is what I watch football for. I, I don't like when the te- big teams just win and win and win and win and win. This is the fun part, even if I'm not a supporter for them. This is the fun part. Yeah, I'm a supporter of football, not a certain club. Yeah, I support some clubs, but I, I will keep quiet of that here. <laughs> but what's still here? Like, I, I love it when it happens, like these small clubs do this big thing. So in that way, I hope to win the whole thing. I agree. And like I said, I'm not even supporting them in their country, sadly enough. But still, I want them to win this. But yeah, that was, I think, if you have nothing more to say, Daniel. No, I'm feeling good. Yeah. So that was it for this time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, Popcast Sports, even was if it was a little bit rambling in the end about different things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that tends to happen. So yeah. <laughs> like, like, well, it's, it's funny, in, funny in a way, I think. I think it should continue like that. It's... 
What do you say? Authentic. So yeah, I hope you. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I hope you enjoyed listening to this, and I hope you will be back for the next time when we discuss what happened in the second semi-final between the teams, and then we will know what finalists there will be, and we will discuss what we think will happen in the final of the UEFA Champions League 2019. So thanks for us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.